Welcome back to Mildly Mannered Podcast. I'm Marissa Machado. And I'm Claire Campbell-Mosley. And I'd just like to say, Claire, we really missed you last week. Mildly Mannered was uh, not the same. I, I will say I, well, I missed you, obviously, um, as well. But I think that Jeff did a phenomenal job. I think it was, really? a, it, it was a great guest appearance, for sure. Yeah, we brought a little masculine energy into the into the mildly mannered world. Yes, I you know no men allowed. Just kidding, just kidding. I'm the only <laughs> I'm the only man allowed on this podcast, right? Yeah, <laughs> all five two of me, all hairless well, five two of me, <laughs> hairless. Yeah. Well, but, we're really happy to have you back. So, what do you say we just get right into our weekend rewind? For sure, let's do it. All right. <laughs> All right. Why don't you, um, why don't you let us know what you've been doing since we last spoke to you? I mean, we had Thanksgiving and we haven't, we haven't heard from you. I know it's been a minute. Um, I'd love to say that my life has been nothing but wild times, but I will say I was sidelined. I was sidelined by that sickness. Um, so it ended up being, uh, you know, Thanksgiving ended up being a lot of relaxation. Um, luckily nice. we ended up, we did a little Joshua tree getaway. Honestly, uh, kind of surprised me with a rent of this adorable house in Joshua. I, Joshua yeah, it looked tree. like a nice trip. Like I swear, it's like sometimes you, it's hit or miss out there these days. Like my first couple of trips were like epic and then like just such a saturated market. But we ended up getting this like adorable, like, it was just such a great house. The sheets were like so soft. Like I ended up like taking like pictures of like the sheets and the towels brands. Cause I was like, Buy I them. need this shit. Christmas yeah. list. Yeah. And it was really fun. And we, you know, they, it had a hot tub. So there's nothing like being like in the cold in a hot tub with the starry night sky. So that was wonderful. Um, and then unfortunately on the second day, like I literally got out of the shower and Anna was like, are you okay? And I was like, I don't think so. And it was <laughs> I just got this massive cold where like, I mean, I couldn't, I, I just had a stuffy nose and all that stuff. So that definitely sidelined me, but um, I'm so happy to be back. And, you, you know, I think that sicknesses are, are so tricky because it's like, I, I am not a good sick person. It's so hard for me to be still. Yeah. I'm the same. Yeah. yeah. And it's so hard for me to like lay on the couch and watch TV and eat soup. It's like, I want to clean the apartment. I want to like, right. I want to answer the emails, but, um, I forced myself to do it. And I think it was actually really good. Um, it's kind I, of the perfect time. It was like rainy and cold yeah, and you don't feel was. guilty about having like a day on the couch watching whatever you feel it, like. Exactly. And, um, I definitely watched, you know, a gluttonous amount of TV, which is obviously my favorite As thing one to does. do, but, um, I, uh, I do think that it was, I'm happy it came when it came because obviously it didn't completely ruin our trip, which was nice. And I'm hopeful that, you know, there's nothing worse than getting sick around Christmas and New Year's and knock on wood. So I'm hoping that I got that, like that cold thing out of the way yeah. so I can have like a fun Christmas and New Year's. Um, but no, everything else has been good. You know, like this week's been all about just getting back at it. So got my hair yeah. dyed, which I'm happy yeah, it looks about. looks good. Thanks, babe. I'm getting there. Nice and blonde. It's real blonde. I went, she went ham on it. So I'm, I was happy about that. And I feel like it's finally getting to the length. So I did that. And then just been low key, you know, just yeah. trying to keep it, trying to not push it too much. Cause I still, I think I'm about a, at an 85. Um, and I'm, I want to get myself back up to a hundred, obviously, you know, the ADD yeah. in me is getting a little restless. Have you, um, have you heard about athletic greens? Mm-mm. You so, sent me the creation thing and that, I mean, I've sent that to two other friends that have gotten oh. sick and that was, I mean, I took a 
shout out to them, the immunity shots and the like, yeah, the like, feel better. Breathe easy. Breathe one. easy is a great one. Yeah, yeah. For anyone that's listening creation, uh, it's, it's in LA it's creation with a K they make these shots like juice shots. And anytime I feel anything coming on, I just order a ton of these and you kind of take them like every hour on the hour mm-hmm. almost mm-hmm. and whatever you're fighting, it will knock it out of your system. And, and it's just, you know, it's a holistic way. I always prefer to try that route before I ever take antibiotics. Cause I just, I don't like to mess with my system no. like that, but um, I'm glad those work, but athletic greens is this thing I've been drinking and it's like 75 vitamins and minerals and nutrients and probiotics wow. in one drink and you drink it every morning. And I've got, I'm so obsessed with it. I've got so many people obsessed with it, but I really think it's a great thing to just incorporate because if you drink that, you don't even have to take any other vitamins. That's really nice. Cause the vitamins are really like I, during this journey, I took vitamins, right. Cause I was like, take vitamin C. Uh, vitamins just rip my stomach up. Same. Like, yeah, I, I like, can only take like gummy vitamins. I felt so nauseous. It was like, it was like, it'd be like 15 minutes. I'd eat. I took the vitamin and 15 minutes. I'd have of like, am I going to throw? I'd be like, I, I, I have like, thrown up vitamins. Yeah. Yeah. So that is, that's a great alternative. And especially I think yeah. with how, I mean, due to COVID, we've all been indoors more. Our like immune systems are weaker. Yeah. And I think that that's really what it was. It's like, I went out a bunch the, the week before Anna was sick. I feel like it was just like, I, I mean, I'm normally a force in my inability to get sick. So I, yeah. I'm going to definitely have to check that out. And that's great. It's like a all, all in one type of thing. Yeah. You just, you do one scoop and then it comes with a bottle you fill up and I've got everyone on it right now. Like I'm, I'm really obsessed with it. It's got, it gives you energy. It's got so many great benefits, but, um, that's send us a, a promo way. code, send us a promo code. Honestly, I yeah. did hear about it on podcasts. Really? So, yeah. That's, that's the best. Um, well, what do you do? yeah. What do you give me? Give me your scoop. So since I last saw you, I kind of, it's been a little bit low key as well. Um, I had a makeup event for a line, Kevin Aquan, which has been like Kevin Aquan was kind of the first makeup book I ever bought. My mom bought it for me actually at Costco. Oh, that's And cool. I would have all my friends come over and pick a face out of the, out of the book. And then I would, you know, create it on them. Yeah. So I have a long time love for the line and the publicist is always really generous and a great friend. So I had an event for them. And then um, I also went to, there was a new, there's a new Anina Bing store on Melrose that just opened. So I went to that opening so and dropped a pretty, pretty penny, but well I, worth it. I didn't actually, Good I didn't, job. I didn't spend a dollar. It's so funny. I'm, it, it's so funny at those things, you know, you're like, oh, thank you so much. You know, you feel like, oh, I should go. This is a brand I've, you know, supported worn for years. years or yeah. But then I get there and I brought a friend, you know, and it's like, I'm just so awkward in those situations. Sometimes you're like, wait, I'm just socializing in the store. You know, it's one of those things where I kind of like, did a lap around. We did a lap around, checked out everything. And then it was like, all right, let's go get a drink and an appetizer. And like, call it. <laughs> I'll also say though, I feel like so many times I go on vacation and I'm like, I'm going to like buy all this stuff. I'm going to like, as soon as I go out to buy things, I find nothing I want. It's like in the moments where I'm like, I have no money to buy anything. Do I like totally. walk into a store and I'm like, I want everything here. Yeah. Like um, why am I Christmas shopping right now? And yeah. suddenly I'm finding things that I want. It's like, what? No, I'm, I'm not buying for me right now. And then yeah. you think, well, I should give these, this list to someone else. It's like, Oh, I'm not going to tell anyone else what to buy me. I'm too uh, no. old for that. 
I mean, I'd like to admit that I'm not too old for that, but I send direct <laughs> links to my parents saying these are the exact items in this color with this monogram. Oh my gosh. But I can't come up with anything. I, it is hard. At the end of the day, I'm like, I, you know. I buy everything. I'm like, I buy everything I need. And so when it yeah. comes down to it, it's like, what do I want? And like, in, at the end of the day, like, I don't really want anything. I mean, luckily I don't want anything unless somebody wants to gift, gift me cash. I mean, money. there's a lot of things that I want. <laughs> Yeah. But need is a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. Except I was thinking about, I was like, well, I could ask for my skincare because it's running low. That's something that I definitely need, you know? And I think that's always like, I bought, I buy people, like if, if I don't know what somebody wants, I buy them something that I know they're going to need, that they use. So they just right. have to it's buy smarter. it again. It's like yeah. buying me my cologne would be amazing because it's I like, agree. great, you just saved me the money. I'd have to buy it in a couple of months. So Which I think is always, at this point could be like a couple hundred dollars. Literally, <laughs> literally. Although I have like a weird habit with mine because it's like I wear Moschino forever it is the only scent that I can wear because it's yeah. just my scent and it I is know your scent it is obviously fallen from graces and I now buy it from Walmart because it's stop weird. it yes it's so that's the Walmart. only place you could buy it yeah they like I'm so scared because like every time I go there it's like oh only gosh. a couple of left I'm like they've obviously discontinued this and I'm eventually going to be out of my very cool hidden You'll be looking for scent. a new scent I, i'll go back to chanel blue i love chanel blue okay okay yeah. it's good to have a backup i've got i've got so but many. you know like like i like try i've tried to wear new ones and anna's like take it off like that's not you it's just not you yeah, yeah. i have like summer scents fall scents yeah. winter scents different totally. ones but there's like one scent that is definitely me your signature yeah um okay what do you say i feel like this week had so many current events so many a lot funny of tea a lot topics of topics to get into so I, I would agree i would agree all right well, you want to start it off sure yeah i mean i thought i'm excited for and i think it's like the little girl in me who loki did actually have a crush on prince william and prince henry like harry harry sorry harry harry prince harry but the other the other one Prince William is married Prince, to Kate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. William. You had a crush on Prince William? Oh my God, yes. Because we so were like around the same Blair. age. Like it was just like, I thought he was so cute. But when I liked boys, my boys were always like, kind of looked like little girls in weird ways. Um, yeah, I, I'm not a blonde boy kind of guy. Yeah, no, but um, so the Prince Harry and Mar- Meghan Markle uh, Netflix trailer, two of them dropped. dropped. Right. And the episode, the first volume one, they're calling it drops tomorrow, which is when this episode comes out, which will be Thursday, December 8th. Amazing. So I, I you excited, you not excited. You don't give a shit. What's your feel? I mean, look, I'm going to watch because we're going to talk about it. Right. Okay. So I'm going to watch it, but <laughs> honestly, had they never made this, I would have never missed it. I just feel like for two people that so badly wanted to get out of the out of the spotlight because the tabloids, and look, I do not take away that the tabloids really did come for her and for a sure. lot of terrible things were said. I, I don't yeah. take that away. But if you need to get out of it and you need to get away from it, so you decide to move to um, LA. Los, Los Angeles and then retreat to Montecito which is basically becoming a smaller version of Los Angeles in Santa Barbara it's like you're not trying to get away and then you do this Netflix documentary and you want the attention don't tell me you don't you know well, it's I, I I agree that the thing that I 
saw in the trailer, which I thought was very interesting and exactly in line with what you're saying, is it's contradictory, right? Like I, the Princess Diana situation, I mean, I remember staying up till midnight watching to see if she was going to live or die. I mean, it was like, oh, it's yeah. a very like- I remember finding ch- out, yeah. Childhood memory. I remember exactly where I was. It was just so like, I, yeah. it was like, it was like crazy and so heartbreaking, right? Because right. we had watched her be harassed for years over the, 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 the paparazzi. And so in this, he says, you know, Harry says how he, he didn't want history to repeat itself. Right. And I agree now, you know, now we have rules and, and hopefully the paparazzi respect those rules in, in certain regards. But to me, it's exactly that. But I think it, you know, what I've heard in the rumor mill situation is it's also like, he left the royal family and you lose the royal family you lose the money of the royal family and you lose the security of the royal family exactly and so i think i mean it's kind of crazy to think that like a prince would have to do like a money grab situation but i feel like it's that um well yeah how else do you make money i mean living in montecito is extremely expensive you know and if you're going to keep up this lifestyle next door to oprah or whatever you need some type of income. I, I agree, but I, I think it's going to be interesting. I mean, I think that it'll be interesting to see. There's been so much, you know, said about, especially that interview that that Megan did with Oprah and like the right. fact checking being somewhat not like the fact when you actually looked at the facts of certain things she said, it, it, those, those, those unfortunately were not true statements. Um, but I, I think it'll give us at least... And a, a bigger understanding for the reasons why they left. I mean, I think it, it's it's a. I mean, it's such a crazy. Yeah, thing. I mean, I feel like we understand it. I, yeah. I feel like we understand it. I feel like they came out on Oprah. Yeah, facts true or false? You know, they gave I don't their know, reasons, but they gave their reasons, and I think that we're well aware of what those reasons are. And if you want to be so away from it, then why are you bringing more attention to it? Is what I, I ask. Now I again, will, I will watch. I want again, to ask you, we don't know these people personally, so they might have, their, but this is the ones, our opinions. The last thing I'll say that I, cause I read about it was that it took the reason this is supposed to come out a while ago, but right. I guess after Queen Elizabeth passed, they wanted to edit a it a little bit of re, re rescinding some comments made just I bet. to be respectful. And I was like, Ooh, you know, having been on a reality TV show, I wish I would have had the the privilege, the opportunity. Say, hey, can, can we go back in and like take out certain sections of that? Cause that's not totally. how I feel now. That's definitely not how I feel. Um, so it'll be a good watch. It'll be, yeah, a good I wanted to winter watch. I wanted to ask you really quick. Did you ever watch the Prince on HBO max? No, which was I the didn't. cartoon that Gary Gennetti created. Uh-uh, about, uh-uh. Oh, it's about Prince George okay. and it's him as a cartoon. It's really funny, but it's like his perspective on everything. And essentially like, so imagine like Megan and Harry as cartoons. So they like yeah. move out to LA and he basically wrote that they became reality stars. So it's just kind of funny. I mean, it's what you do when you come to LA. You I know? know. I always say I like, I give the real reason and the fake reason. It depends on what I'm, I, my reasoning is like to the, on the first dates, I give the whole, like, I just needed a change of pace. And then I like, on the second date, I'm like, all right, I really moved out here because I uh, got this reality TV show before I got a real job. So <laughs> it's a tale as old as time. <laughs> now uh, it is. Yeah. Well, good to know uh, Harry and I are, Prince Harry and I are in the same the same boat, you know? Got to do what you got to do. There you go. You and you and Harry never thought of uh, two <laughs> identical people. <laughs> yeah. um, so next on the list, I just have to 
called us out is is Pete and and Emrata. I mean, I mean, I think, I I think, think we all hot, saw hot, it hot. coming, though. I, I'm not surprised. It's almost like, oh, there they go, perfect fit. Like, makes I sense. I feel like I'm gonna call it. I feel like this one's got some lasting potential. I, mean, I, think I think that it makes more sense, like we had mentioned, age-wise and the whole thing. Obviously, yeah. they made their appearance at the, what was it, a Knicks game? I think so, yeah. Knicks yeah. game. But you're sitting courtside, so you obviously, you know what you're going to do. You're going to get photographed. Yeah. So would that have been, I mean, that wouldn't have been your outfit choice. I, it wouldn't have been my outfit choice. Oh, but it would have been my outfit choice because I had just bought that jacket. And I'm obsessed well, with the North Face 90s puffer oh my god remember on a few episodes ago we spoke about word I think we spoke about words that we say and you said botten oh yeah (laughs) you just used it in a sentence and I totally froze because I was like what word did she just use that is where Harmon says I can't believe I paid for a college education and my (laughs) daughter is saying bought I purchased a North Face jacket recently and she was wearing it. And so yes. I was like dying because I was like, that's the jacket. That's the jacket. Look, um, I like the jacket. I just, yeah. I didn't, I, it's one of those things that I'm like, are you really going to be wearing a puffer jacket inside? Like, and then the boots, I wasn't into it. It wasn't my favorite look, but I mean, obviously mission accomplished. They went to be seen and they were seen and it was talked about everywhere. Yeah. I mean, I, I think don't, they're hot together. I think no, I do hot, too. I think it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, I think it yeah. makes sense. Um, I think I think that like the thing with him, like I also feel like he with her just like there, you know, what she just went through with her husband, you know, catching him cheating and all that stuff. I feel like Pete is the guy you want. He's the rebound him. guy. Yeah, he's the rebound guy because he's a good time. I feel like lighthearted. He plays, he plays the like I saw him picking her up in like a Mini Cooper, and I'm like, well, you know what, like it's probably refreshing to these girls who date all these like super crazy wealthy guys that like have huge egos that they then just get a date, like a funny kind of guy next door type vibe. Obviously he's not the guy next door. He's, he's becoming quite a lady killer. Yeah, he really is. um, Yeah. My dad sent me a funny text being like, I don't understand this guy. I don't know what he's got. And I was like, he's funny and girls like to laugh. And my dad was like, true. And then I said, I go, and then the word on the street, he's got a huge dick. I guess that'll do it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I I just, I was was happy because I feel like, I don't know, I I like her. And so I, you know, I want her to be happy. Okay. And her beautiful body. She's got an incredible body. I'll tell you that. Yeah, for sure. You you take the next. Okay. So Lindsay Lohan comes out with a Pepsi commercial. Oh gosh. I, uh, LL, LL. She'll do that anyway for a paycheck. Yeah. (laughs) Look, Pepsi is, it's kind of iconic in a way, right? It takes you back to the days of like Britney Spears doing the Pepsi commercial with Pink and Beyonce and, you know, Pepsi, even Michael Jackson doing Pepsi back in the day, I believe, you know, it's, it's really kind of like an iconic thing for her for to be sure. doing this Pepsi commercial. I, I know that a lot of people were discussing how it was kind of gross, this dirty soda. She says, and I quote, that's one dirty, that's one dirty soda, Santa. And I guess it's, it's kind of like a root beer flow in a way. Oh, okay. So that makes sense. I was like, cause right. I was like the milk and the Pepsi. I was like, this is not, I don't know what this is a play on, but you're right. That is, that's exactly a root beer flow. Just right. It's kind of like, yeah. 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 Uh, not I mean, exactly. and not ice cream, but yeah. milk. 
but they call it, and then did you notice it says pilk and cookies, P-I-L-K and cookies, pilk and cookies, Pepsi and milk. Oh, well, that's a pun that I didn't, that didn't sorry, land. Your device lost its connection. Oh, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we are still podcasting from our various home locations. So yeah. pardon that interruption. It's all right. The sound's better for you guys if we do it this way. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I feel like um, it, it was good to see her back on the on the TV. And so I think it's, you know, it's good for her. And I don't know, are you going to try it? I'm, I'm, not, I'm a Coke. No. I'm a Coke guy. I never even buy Pepsi or Coke. I never, yeah. I never drink it. This is going to sound really, really bougie. But really kind of the only time I drink a Coke is when I'm out of the country because it's so much better oh, out of the glass so bottles and yeah. the, the sweetness is just so much better. Well, it's but like they, the, like, I mean, a Mexican Coke is like the most oh, delicious, delicious. In the whole world. So even in like France, a Coca-Cola yeah. is so delicious. It's far superior. I agree. Yeah, it is. Um, and then on a sad note, Kirstie yeah, Alley. Very sad note, Kirstie Alley passes away from she was secretly battling colon cancer, which nobody knew about. And she was only 71 years old. Oh, so she really was terrible. such an icon. I mean, I know it's like, I mean, look who's talking, all of those oh, yeah. things. But I, like, I, It was so my era. It's like my parents, they watched Cheers. So, yeah. you know, it's like late 80s. I grew up, Cheers was on in my home. And then Look Who's Talking was like one uh, of my favorite movies. Me too. And then, that opening scene with the sperm swimming around, I uh -huh. when I was little, I thought they were polywogs. Do you oh remember polywogs? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just feel like she was just like such a bombshell at the like, I mean, for, she really for, was. She really was. I mean, she was like a kind of like the Christy Brinkley's, the Cindy Crawford's of that. That classic sort of 90s, yeah. 80s, 90s. Brooke Shields, yeah. yes. And then the Jenny Craig thing. I mean, I remember, yeah. I mean, she was the face of Jenny Craig for like years and years and years. And I had forgotten that, but yeah, you're right. She absolutely like, was. Yeah. I remember her on all of that, but. Uh, you remember that show Veronica's Closet? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I loved that show. I haven't no. thought about that in so many years. It just came to me. That is a good yeah. one. That was, that a, was a great one. show. But that's so, super, super sad and, yeah, and super and, sad um, for her family. Yeah. Best you know, best uh, thoughts to her family and anyone that knew her, you uh, for know, personally. Sure. So young. I mean, I know it's like, it's crazy. Oh, like I mean, it's, it's a year older than my parents. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's, yeah, it's scary. Sad. I know. It's it's like when people like, you know, like a 21 year old me would have been like 71. Wow. But the closer you get to 40 and 50, mm -hmm. the, the more you start realizing you're close, like 20 years ago at this point, I was 18. Right. And like, right. I don't, it's not like I, it's not like I don't remember being 18. So that's, I know. And, that's and a, the other thing too, is, you know, they used to, um, the age to get your colonoscopy used to be 50, but they've actually now bumped it up to 45. So obviously this is something that, you know, we need to be, um, looking out for and, you know, one step ahead is just getting yourself checked out and making sure that, that you're healthy and everything's working properly. Definitely. Definitely. Um, well, this was my ad just because I found this to be just absolutely ridiculous in certain ways. <laughs> TJ Holmes and Emmy, what is, what do you mean? Robach? Amy Robach. Amy. Yeah. Sorry. So TJ Holmes and Amy Robach 
Good Morning America's, you know, the face of Good one, Morning The, the 1 p.m. slot on uh, Good Morning, or yeah, 1 p.m. slot on Good Morning America. They were taken off of the air because yes. of having an affair. Like, I literally, like, taken off the air for having an affair. I, they said it was going to be an in the the head of ABC came out and said it the reason that they're taking them off the air is because it was going to be an internal and external distraction. But I actually disagree. I think if anything, like the whole morning show concept, like the whole like Regis and Kathy, like, yeah, they weren't together. But like you want these two people to have this kind of chemistry, like, chemistry. And it seems very organic that you would create somewhat of a romantic relationship in the confines of that slash. There's also all of this footage that's come out of them. Like they trained for the marathon together. Right. Like, this wasn't like some secret situation. Were either of them married? I never understood yes. that. They both yes. Were so they're both okay. married. That's why I had However, so uh, Amy is married to Andrew Shue. I don't know if okay. you remember him, actor that was on Melrose Place. His sister yeah. is Elizabeth Shue. Mm-hmm. So apparently they've been separated or going through a divorce. Okay. Now TJ apparently has, has been, it's been mentioned, you know, allegedly that he's had a couple of other affairs within GMA. Uh, So I personally think this was a missed opportunity because like how many people are watching GMA at 1 PM? Like, obviously that's not the greatest time slot, right? You want like the first hour if you're a host on GMA. Yeah. So to have the 1 p.m. slot, it's like, who's watching that? But suddenly people know who they are and they're going to tune in to see this chemistry. And I think you miss, they missed the, the opportunity. Who's watching that is stay-at-home housewives and Moms, are going yeah. Yeah, to be thrilled to be watching like, this like, like sexy reading little a smut novel. Yeah. yeah. I just was like, I don't know. I've always been a, a, a person that kind of believes like you're like, obviously like, these were two consenting adults that chose to start a romantic relationship that doesn't seem like they were hurting anyone. I don't know. I just was like, that seems like a drastic measure. Uh, but I guess in the culture we're in right now, it, it everybody needs to be very, very sensitive about making sure their legal departments are, are, are making the right call. So and I, I'm sure that I'm sure that people were aware before this came out, but because it came out, they now have to make a statement. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I, I don't know. I just thought it was hilarious. Cause I was like, God, yeah, you're canceling a show over like, yeah, over like I two agree. adults having an affair. Like, I don't know. It doesn't even, yeah. and especially with it's that. not like anyone was like underage or, or, you know, yeah. or like anything. It was like two people that consented to be honest seemed like they were not even trying to hide it yeah you know know what I mean it was it was like a bit untasteful in regards to their respective partners but I think that that's you know right but that's you know that's that's where we are with that um and then let's go to let's go to yours I, I thought yours was a good one which one Shania Twain. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought you were going to talk about something else first, but okay. They're going to talk about your new crush. Oh yeah. yeah, Let's do Shania Twain. Okay. So the people's choice awards were last night, uh, Tuesday night. And I didn't watch the people's choice awards. I just saw like Instagram and whatnot. And I was scrolling through and all of a sudden I'm like, is that Lindsay Hubbard from summer house, winter house and it with pink hair. And it was Shania Twain. I literally thought that Shania Twain was hub house and I had to do like a couple double takes and no, it was, it was Shania Twain and custom Rodarte. 
Oh my goodness. I thought Lindsay Hubbard would be, should be flattered by that because they don't want to see Shania, Shania is the knockout. Um, but yeah, you, you DM'd it to me and I knew exactly what you were saying right away. I was like, oh my God, that does look like a little it's like, Lindsay Hubbard. Wait a minute. What happened? Yeah. But the, the whole thing on some on Winter House is that Lindsay looks like the new girl. Yeah, Jess. Jess. And you like, I will comment on how funny that was when Jess like met her and she was like, like the like the, like like my mom. I was like, I know. Mom, I mean, it's, don't be such a bitta. That's what I was gonna say. Like, it's so fucked up to like comment on her age like that because it's like they're saying you look like her and you're a lot younger, like you're mentioning. So obviously, you don't look as long as, as young as you think you do either. You know, yeah, it's just that. Like, and also, like I always say this, like because I'm surrounded by all these young people all the time, and I'm always like, you know what, babe. You're going to get there if you're yeah. lucky. Like you're going to be my age if you if you're lucky and you get to do it. So like don't hate on it cuz y'all That's everyone right. everyone ends up 38. Everyone ends up 45. Everyone, you know, the lucky ones at least do. So Exactly. But Shania, I'm glad she's having a little bit of a comeback. I mean, I I I adored her. Um Oh, everyone did. Yeah, so I think it's it's cool that she's having a little bit of a comeback. Um not a I know, bit. would you go see her in Vegas at her residency? Like it I, I probably wouldn't if somebody right. was like here's tickets go see Shadaya I'd be freaking on the next flight and super right. excited yeah but I'm not like that seeking it a, out yeah but I mean I watched her whole documentary I mean like so she I, yeah. really her and that Mutt Lang really changed the face of country music and and I think it I I think she also like really revolutionized the way that women were represented in country music as not these like farmhouse girls like she came out totally and was like sexy and cat suits and, and empower yeah. yeah and like took country to like you know she was like the original um taylor swift even though i feel like you can't tell oh god tell me no, that she's T-Swift not country is, i mean she started off as country but sure sure once upon sure. a time yeah yeah um, yeah yeah um oh yeah so my new crush so i have a total crush on this girl named emma corin um, yes. And I'm, and the reason that I'm bringing it up is because we're going to post a funny note that my dad sent me. My dad okay. sent me this note early in October, taking a picture of the Vogue magazine that she's in. She's on the cover okay. of it. And she goes, reminds me of someone. And I was like, oh, I wish like she's super cute. I was not aware of this person, but I was like, mm, she's super cute. And my and the cover, I guess, says Rebel Revel. And my dad goes, Rebel Revel. That makes sense, too. And long story short, I now have just she like just got shot um, for Interview Magazine and like right. all over my Instagram feed because she's a little bit gay looking. And I'm like, I'm obsessed with this girl. Da-da-da-da. Of course, like deep dived into it all. And then I saw her Vogue cover and I remember like getting that message from my dad. And I was like, dad, like thinking like you were, you were ahead right. of it. You were yeah. ahead of it. Um, so yeah, I anyone that's interested in seeing a cool girl with some hot style Emma Corrin from uh, and she did the crown. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry. Keep going. So she she was in the crown and then she played uh, Princess Diana. Right, in the crown. Yeah. yeah. So you know who she reminds me of? She reminds me of, I can't think of her last name. Her first name was Dolores, but she was the lead singer of the Cranberries. Kind of, I can see it. You yeah. know, that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. kind of that look. That she kind look of reminds for sure. me of that, that She's cool... got like small features and like, yeah, that, like that, short yeah. pixie kind of hair. Yeah. Like, yeah, she looks really cool. I, I Yeah, she's got like a, a cool crush. vibe to her. Yeah, she's a good yeah. crush. It's always yeah. fun when you get a new one. You know what of I mean? Of course. Then you yeah. get to watch their fashion and what they do. Yeah. And it's exciting because I'm always Everyone like, loves a girl crush. Like the combination of a crush for me is like, it has to be like cute, but then I also have to like really idolize like their kind of style and their edge. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. And, then, and, then and sometimes like even their, 
And sometimes even when they're actors, their character plays in and you're like, well, I didn't love them in that. Or you're like, I loved them in that. So you're, you, you're even more into them. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So let's get into reality. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, you know, there's going to be a new episode of Salt Lake tonight, so we can touch on that next week, but Miami starts tomorrow on Peacock, the Real Housewives of Miami. I don't know. Have you ever seen any of that? No, I haven't. Again, okay, I'm, a, so, I'm a housewife virgin, so I'm just getting my toes wet. Okay, so they did like three seasons okay. and years ago, like 2012, 13, 14, somewhere around there. Got and it. then it just went off the air, but people kept talking about it so much because they loved the characters. So it just came back for its fourth season last year, and they, they premiered it on Peacock, cool. which was kind of when they were launching Peacock. It's so good. The characters are Amazing. Amazing. Uh, there's there's celebrity dip-ins with tie-ins with some of who the people are and I think you're going to really enjoy it so get into that if you can it starts tomorrow assignment uh, assignment accepted okay so we'll be touching on that next week cool um, let's let's do some scripted tv because I feel like it's uh, surprisingly scripted's been interesting me more lately than uh, I'll agree there's that whole lull I think like Thanksgiving like really like they took the break so I feel like there hasn't been much but yeah white lotus White Lotus episode six, season two. Things have definitely picked up. Um, I think there's been, I mean, I got to just say out the gate, Valentina's lesbian um, romance. Yeah. I mean, from out the gate, I could feel the gay vibes there. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I felt that last week. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Let's start. Like, let's start with the top of the episode. Uh Uh-huh. So it's like, Albie is is just totally in love with Lucia, the I mean, you know the love. sex worker. Yeah, I mean he just, even though he knows what she does for a living and that she's got a pimp now chasing her for the money that that Cameron and Ethan didn't pay him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like Albie just still thinks he's going to save the day, and next thing you know, he she's riding along for the day with the entire family, which Look, she's how already awkward. How left with his father. And the grandfather is aware. I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, I've been in some, I thought I've been in some awkward situations. That's a real awkward situation. Yeah. I also think it's a, a prime, it sometimes makes me happy when, when men at times in shows act so silly because it's like, oh, like it, it, you get lost in the sauce and it doesn't matter what it is. And he's definitely like lost. He's like completely like ignoring all red flags and like thinking oh, yeah. that he is somehow going to be the exception to the rule which I think He's we all rescue have, this girl that we've all know? thought we were going to be and and you're not um, she's brilliant though uh Lucia is she's great I love the way she's playing yeah. this character and I, I really do think she's quite a star I so too. um yeah and then uh the we kind of go and the, I feel like with the dynamics that are happening in the other two relationships are are, are interesting. The jealousy, the yeah. The... So we've got we've got Harper and Ethan, yeah, which is Aubrey Plaza and her husband, and then Daphne and Cameron, who is Theo James, and then his wife. So a couple things happen where basically Harper is you know still kind of annoyed about finding this condom and not really believing Ethan that he had nothing to do with it. Yes. But then suddenly she kind of turns this leaf where she's like, oh, I'm going to go take a shot with Cameron. And she's really trying to make Ethan jealous, you know? She, she really is. But it's also like kind of, I mean, I felt, I felt really sad because I felt like they came into this trip as like, kind of like 
you know, not the most exciting couple, but a strong couple. It felt, it felt like, it felt like they were strong though. Right. Like they, they like, I don't know. I mean, I think there's a lot of underlying things there. It's like, she walks in and you know, he's jerking off to porn. She's like, well, I'm here on vacation with you. He's like, eh, yeah. You know, it's, there's definitely underlying issues in that relationship, which she probably doesn't feel sexy, which is now why she's kind of flirting with Cameron because she knows it's going to make Ethan jealous. But yeah. do you think anything actually happened between them? Well, again, like he, like when he's like fantasizing about what happened, you could it's see like, it happening. Right? I could see it happening. I don't think that just because I think that that would be too obvious, right? Like that would just be such an obvious play. I think what she's doing is having like the reaction of being like, oh, you want the fun, good, you want to be the fun, good time guy. Like, then I'm going to show you what like the opposite feels like. Right. Or not the opposite. I'm going to show you what that feels like on the flip. I but also like with think, his friend, and which is extra messed up. But I also think that like, once that seed of jealousy gets planted, it really drives people crazy. And, and it is, you can and see, it, and you can see it driving them crazy. And it's such a hard thing to, to handle in, in a relationship because, you know, I've been on the side where like somebody just doesn't believe you that you're not doing something. And it, and it almost mind, mind screws you, mind fucks you into thinking that you like are doing it. So I think that right. like, like, he's like, I didn't cheat on you. I didn't cheat on you. And she just, I mean, it's like, how do you un, how do you unthink something? Right. And like, right. I, I personally, I don't think anything happened between Harper and Cameron. And the reason I don't think so is because I don't think that Harper would be able to play it as cool as she is around Daphne. True. You know, true. She wouldn't be like that cool with it. I just, I don't think she. And I don't she so. low key can't stand him. Now I know that people yeah. sleep with people they can't stand all the time, but I feel like she actually can't stand him. I think if anything, she's just wanting to get a reaction. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think, I think she's that, liking like, the attention for I sure. I think I think that in her, he's so like emotionally like a three and I feel like she's like just doing whatever she can do to try and see if he even still gives a shit and of course he does but I don't know if it's for the right, right reasons so to speak um now, when when Cameron and uh, Harper are taking their shot of tequila or whatever up by the bar and Ethan goes out for a swim did you feel like that was sort of foreshadowing that he could be the one that's dead the one that's I, in the water I definitely did I definitely did. Um, I feel like his character is the one that's becoming the most unraveled the most quickly. Right. In certain ways. Yeah. But then the whole trip to the mansion also. What are you talking about? Tanya now? Yeah. Tanya going to the. Okay. So Tanya. Tanya and she's, you know, Quentin, the the new fast friends. Yeah. Her new gay friend that just came out of nowhere complimenting her obviously scamming her with his quote-unquote nephew that he's having sex with as well so screwed and so I don't know if you noticed so basically Tanya's in Palermo at Mm -hmm. this place and they've got the nephew taking Portia away so that she's distracted you know keeping her away from everything and then getting Tanya completely coked out of her mind I mean blasted could anyone actually rip that many lines of cocaine and like? I can confirm or deny these uh, questions. <laughs> I, don't, I can. Uh, I cannot I comment on that. Cannot. Yeah, but it's uh, like that's a lot of cocaine to be snorting it, in one night. I feel it, like. It, agreed. Agreed. I think it, the whole thing is just such. I mean, like, there's. I mean, it 
it looks like a good time, but the whole thing just seems so messy. It just all seems so messy. so messy. And like, I just feel like she gets herself in these situations in response. Like it's again, it's like if we're, if we're looking at it from like this outside perspective, it's a bunch of people having reactions, like unhealthy reactions to things. Like instead of like waiting it out to see if her husband comes back, she's going away with this new fast friend group and yeah. doing well, she's easily swayed. You know, she's constantly. easily swayed. Yeah. And it's it's interesting how she told Portia, you know, I don't know if this relationship is real between these two, if it, you know. And then she says, you know, Portia, I feel like you're like me, you know, yeah. and, and, it, you know, Portia in her mind is thinking, what the fuck? We're nothing alike, but they kind of are in a sense, because here's Portia letting this guy, she knows she needs to get back. The guy's getting sloshed. And yet she just keeps hanging out. Like, I just kept I thinking, leave this hotel room, leave it. Why are you But staying? also I would have been like, I'm like, after like the third or fourth beer, I'm like, you need to stop. We need to drive back. I need to get back to this party. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm doing. Um, see, so but she's easily taken advantage of as well. So it's interesting that there is that sort of um, parallel between uh, Tanya and, and, and Portia. Portia. Yeah. But what I want to ask you is, okay, okay. So now Tanya and the Italian gentleman go to the room, right? But before mm-hmm. the guy comes in, Tanya discovers the photo. Uh-huh. Did you know who was in the photo? No. It's her husband, Greg, in the photo with Quentin. And Quentin told her the story about the American cowboy he fell in love with. Oh my goodness. So I, my, I obviously think that, and I've told from the beginning, I thought her husband was setting her up to get the money and he and Quentin are obviously working together to set her up. Oh my God. So now, now that makes sense. Yeah. So then when they start fooling around, uh, Tanya and the Italian, there's a hidden camera filming them to get her. Yeah, because that's going to mess with her prenup with Greg, and then he'll be able to get the money, something along those lines. And that makes sense for why he left, because I even, like, I talked to Anna about it, I'm like, I don't know, like, is he leaving her because he's having an affair? Because to me, it felt more like a business thing, like an actual business thing. I think they were trying to lead us into thinking it was an affair, but it, yeah, I think it is just a ploy. And then also the who's the guy that Portia's hanging out with him the I know I can't think of his name the, anyways, the guy from Essex he or whatever somewhat alludes to the fact that because he's talking about the family and it's yeah. like but isn't it your family and your it's uncle like, and yeah like, oh well uh, yeah took so, me in like family but I and then he says my uncle. uncle's coming into money soon so it's like Portia's starting to put it together, but not fast enough. And she needs to get back there. But then you wonder, does Port is Portia the one that ends up dead because she gets involved in the middle of this, you know? Yeah. And the other thing too is Greg didn't want Portia there. Remember, he was pissed that her assistant came. Yes. Yeah. And so yes. that's, you know, it's this whole ploy. Oh, you're right. And I even get like, why was his resistance to her so much? And especially yeah. if he's already, if it's now we're now we're really it's plotted and now yeah. we're realizing it's also a place he's very familiar with so yeah um, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out I think the one thing we can take away from last season was I did not expect who died to be the one that died so I think that you didn't we, expect who the person that ended up dying in the last and the first the first season, to, the first season yeah. to be the person so I right. think that it like I think that they they that is their 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 thing is that it's like you lead us we like can think we Down know so but, many roads but we don't actually know and so but we I, do know is that valentina is alive and well and yes so valentina it's, and oh, mia she uh mia kind of takes heart. her lesbian virginity yes took her lesbian virginity in an interesting way yeah. um 
but is that not a usual way no well i don't think normally people lose their lesbian virginity via a somewhat of an escort situation um and being sung happy birthday no i don't know i mean i don't know i mean wouldn't be a bad way but it was so sad when the girl, like there's this, this woman who's the receptionist. The, yeah. The receptionist is like very complimentary to her. And honestly, I, I didn't blame her for thinking the girl was interested in her. The way that she oh, was I, talking to her was so flirtatious and so kind of like, I mean, I see, thought it was like maybe just trying to climb the ladder, but like, see, I'm going to say it from a different perspective. You were, you saw through it. Uh, no, I like as the, the straight girl in yeah. the situation, I took it as she was just, she knew her boss was tough. She knew Valentina was tough the way she was kind of moving people around and she wanted to be on her good side. So she was just always being very nice to her boss. Yeah. And Valentina was taking it as she was into her. Yeah. No, I I can see that as well. No, Um, it was really sad though. When she said, you know, my fiance, actually Rocco's my fiance. It it broke my heart because I just felt like I could feel her excitement in, in, you know, Valentina doesn't really put herself out there. So asking her for a drink and right. the, the level of excitement and like within two seconds, that all being shattered was was unfortunate. But I am glad um, that she ended up finally getting to experiment it because it sounded like I mean, what she said was like that she's into women, but she's never actually had an experience with women. Yeah. So to me, it was nice to, to have that. I mean, having had that feeling for quite a while being like I'm dying for my first experience (laughs) with a a woman it is quite gratifying when it finally does happen so I was glad that on her birthday she got she got what she probably she probably got her birthday wish you know yeah and her birthday suit from from a yeah from a young little little thing so yeah I mean it's good yeah it was definitely good and I will say that um Valentina's style is I I think is epic I mean it's, I like it's her I like her character but I love I love her like suits and the colors and the fabrics and her look I don't know I, I, I think she's super sexy so uh I I'm glad I'm glad my intuition my gaydar is still working because in episode one I was like that one was a lesbian <laughs> but you know didn't didn't know I was gonna be so spot on and didn't know it was gonna come with like kind of a sexual actually come into fruition yeah exactly well the last thing okay so I'm excited next you know Sunday we obviously get the the series finale yep. or the season finale excuse me so we'll we'll get to touch on that last week or next week but the other thing I want to say is another male penis on television I don't think that one was fake though I feel like that, that one, one was real. I think that one was real. I feel so like we're talking one... about the Italian guy with, yeah. with Tanya. Yeah. He just walks in full frontal. Exactly. Um, I felt like that. And I thought about that when I saw it. Um, I feel like that one was real. Well, because Theo James admitted that he wore a prosthetic in episode one. Got it. So I, I wonder if they would do a real one and then a, and then a non-real one? one. That one felt real to me. I mean, from the little knowledge. All the penises you've. Yeah. All of them. All of them. Come in contact yes. with. <laughs> I don't know. It just it didn't seem too prosthetic-y and it was yeah, it was from a distance, right? So I feel like there's yeah. less uh scrutiny that could be made over it. And I feel like honestly, like I don't know, it's kind of like if you got a good dick, why not show your real one versus putting on a fake one? I mean, it, it honestly makes me question these guys that are using the prosthetics. I'm like, what's wrong with it? I don't know. I feel like it's just like a comfort level thing. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Know, like, or, like you know, I don't know how it makes it less vulgar that it's not real. Do you know what I mean? Again, because to me, it's like the same thing as like the women's breasts and like that we show, we do, they do body doubles. So they do do that. I know that for women that like are like, I don't want to get nude. They'll do a body double. But I also just feel like 
you see all different types of breasts on the screen and big ones, little ones. I can't believe it's called a breast, by the way. I'm like, breast, like a you're so like, I know. Yeah. Oh, tit, sorry. With your, your breast, with your brassiere. <laughs> I bought in some breasts recently. You bought them? <laughs> all right, well, look, I can't wait to the series finale. Yeah, it's for sure. It, season finale. Why do I keep saying series? We've got another season coming, but the season two finale is Sunday night. So make sure you guys check that out. We will certainly be interested in uh, finding out who these dead bodies are because yeah. it is two apparently. For sure. For sure. Okay. All so right. gripe of the week. Gripe of the week. Guess go we're back it. at this. Um, I think I'm going to go. I had two gripes of the week that I put on this list that I'm trying to pick the road less traveled. I think the one that I'm going to pick is, so I'm going home for Christmas and I haven't been home in probably two years for Christmas because I normally pick Christmas and Thanksgiving and sometimes it doesn't line up. So I'm going over Christmas and my best friend from high school, Zoe, is planning this whole like reunion dinner. Um, and hopefully nobody that's attending this dinner ever listens to this podcast. But <laughs> um, it starts- Chances are they're not. Yeah. Or they are. You never know. Um, anyways, anyways, this is just a little thing. So she plans this thing, this dinner. It starts out as four people. Loved all four people attending. I was like, oh my God, great. I haven't seen these girls in so long. Like right. so much has happened in everyone's lives. This is great. Well, as the week goes on, the list of people that are getting added is going, growing. is growing and is not growing in the direction in which I'm excited anymore over it. Yeah, um, I, hear, I get that. We've got like, it's like, it was going to be just like a fun girls night out. And now one of them wants to bring their husband. And we're like, no offense to the husband, but like, we just were trying to keep it like a fun girls night out. And the husband's just his own type of vibe. And then one of the other girls was like, well, I feel like it's all because like we all went to different high schools. So it's like a bunch, it's like three different yeah. like groups kind of coming together, but we all were friends. And so then the one girl's like, well, I don't think there's anyone like I'm close with. So can I bring this random person? Oh my God, it's like, not like a hometown reunion. Uh, but I'm also like, why are we bringing this random person that I have like, like again, and I'm probably- Zero I'm, connection. Yeah. And I'm also kind of bratty because I'm like, I'm coming into town. Like, this is like, you guys all like, some of these people live there. So I'm like- hang out this is me. my moment not yeah, yours yeah even though it's definitely not mine everyone's equal um so I guess my grip of the week is just like whenever you try and get a group of people together there's always these like things that happen where you're like why like why can't you just like come as the person like you're invited no need to bring extras also like no need to like turn this five person dinner now into like a nine person dinner. And again, like I'm very much so of the mindset of like, I try Like if someone invites me to something, I just like either come or I don't come. I don't really make a lot of requests for like never special, like, especially if I'm not the one planning it, like I'm kind of like, sounds great. I'll be there looking or, forward um, to it. Unfortunately I can't, but this group chat like went on and on and on. And, and so basically um, they need to come correct. Yeah, exactly. But you know what? It'll be fine. And you know, Zoe, I don't, it's always hard planning, like going back home, like managing going back home expectations. It's exactly. like, look, I don't have that much time and I need to see all my family. And I really just want to spend the time with the people that I don't really get to see. So it's hard to expand exactly. beyond that. And I for totally me, get it. And for me, it's like, I'm such this type of person that's affected by the people around me. Like, I wish I was, could be like, okay, I'm just going to focus on the people at the table that like, I care about catching up with and seeing, but I'm like, so that person that's going to like end up talking Fixate. to the person that I didn't want to talk to because like, that's who I am. So 
anyways, it's not really a gripe. It's just something I feel it's like people definitely can, a gripe. Like, yeah. But poor my poor friend Zoe was having to get my sidebar text and being like, Are you serious? Yeah, totally. Are you serious? But Again, something I need to work on is also realizing that the world does not revolve around me and um, everyone is welcome during the holidays to these. Well, that's a nice outlook, yeah. Claire. Yeah, you know, therapy, don't, don't don't pay for that for nothing. Let's hope not. Yeah. All right, so what's yours? Okay, so my grab of the week, it's like I couldn't come up with one until today and I was talking to another groomer that I've worked with for many years. She's a mentor to me and we were just kind of talking about jobs and whatever and kind of what our schedules look like and we get into it and basically in our world somebody can hold us like hold our calendar dates and then that's not a confirmation so they can hold you and then once it confirms if it cancels you get paid on that or whatever but as long as it's holding they're just holding the date asking you for the first option could be maybe they're only getting a second option whatever but What'll happen is sometimes people won't know what day a shoot's going to happen. So they'll hold you for like five days or whatever. And then they'll wait to the very last day, like right before, and then just release it. Or it's even one job. That's just like, it's holding to that very last day. And then they release it. And it's like, look, I don't mind getting released. It's really not a big deal. But my gripe is that you mentally prepare, you know, I live such a, um, non-structured life because of my job. So I try to keep it as structured as I can anywhere else. So it's like you, you mentally prepare for that day to happen. And then all of a sudden in seconds, it's just like released. And anyway, so my gripe is just having to go from that one mindset to the next mindset so quickly. It's very much so uh, the idea of like, well, where do I put all this energy? Like I had all this energy ready to go into this job. And now you're also like prepping, right? So you're prepping, cleaning brushes, cleaning sponges. You're prepping your day. Like, where's that job? Where am I going to drive from? All those kind of mental things, even though, you know, it may not happen, but you have to be prepared that it's going to, especially when it's up to the day before. For sure. You know? But wouldn't you also say that I think, you know, having been friends with you as long as I have, I, I'm really happy to hear that when you do get released that you don't care because no, I think I there don't. was definitely a time where oh yeah it was devastation. You know what oh, I mean? Absolutely. Like, we like, question, well, why? Why are they- that or like I really, really, really needed that paycheck? Yeah, I need the money. I, mean? I yeah. need that job. Yeah. So it's like, and I have friends that, you know, do different aspects of like the entertainment industry where they are like, oh my God, they released me. And it's like they'd already planned out how they were going to spend every dime of that paycheck. Oh, no, I don't do like, that. I yeah. don't do that. But so I think, you know, whenever you, when that happens, you can kind of remember, well, at least I'm not like, it's not, a, not oh. going to be like a, I can't eat this week type. Vibe. Yeah. No, fortunately that is yeah. uh, the favorite, my favorite thing about where I am in my career currently. So, well, but anyway, you um, do a lot of hard work. Um, thank you. So yes. Well, um, I'm so glad we got to catch up. I know we all missed you. We definitely missed you. And um Thanks everyone for tuning in to another episode of Mildly Mannered. We will be back next week. Same place, same time. See you all. Thank you for tuning in. Bye. Bye.